The beginning of today's scripture talks about Jesus moving to a level place. And I, I don't want to make too much of that, but it's interesting that Jesus was, I think, making a locational point there and saying that his ways were amongst the people. And on Intergenerational Sunday, uh, a Sunday when we also remember that we're Baptists and we value the distinctive of the priesthood of all believers, I thought, hey, let's hang out on a level place together. We're all equally gifted for ministry, and uh, we recognize that those who are on the platform or robed up on any given Sunday aren't lording it over you. But we are, we're one of you, the priesthood of all believers. We're all equally gifted for ministry. You'll also note that on the front of your bulletin, there's a picture of a level place. And that's a picture from the Sea of Galilee and looking down upon the Sea of Galilee and you notice a bit of the geography that um, this probably was the area or, or these are what the areas looked like when Jesus preached in and around Capernaum and Galilee is that when he came to this level place, it was probably just kind of a, a very small hilly field, and sometimes the hills would uh, form little amphitheaters so that when we read of these crowds of hundreds or thousands that gathered to hear Jesus without a microphone, that might be how it worked, that these amphitheaters actually worked in such a way where he's standing in the center and uh, the people are hearing him in the crowd around him. Now, um, we've also, for today, included this first reading that harkens back to pre-Christmas, where Elizabeth and Mary are interacting with each other, and the baby in Elizabeth's womb leapt for joy. And even in today's second text, we heard this leap for joy image. And so, uh, wanting to just frame this idea that right from the get-go, from when John or Jesus was in the womb, there was something happening that was going to be this new way of how God would work in the world. And we heard the Magnificat, Mary's song, where she sings about this low way, this great reversal, this, this low movement for the way of God in the world. It's a world where mercy and strength come to those who least expect it. It's a world where the lowly are lifted up, where the hungry are filled with good things. And so then 30 years later, Jesus is talking about his life and saying, Hey, everybody, you know who gets in on my ways? The lucky and the favored ones. In our Bibles, the word is blessed, but I just thought for us to maybe play with that word a bit um, the, the Greek word is markarius, which in some Bible translations is translated happy. But uh, I thought we could also go with lucky, which might have a tinge of... Uh, um, but I'm also being impressed by uh, Eugene Peterson's book, Holy Luck. And you've heard me quote from that over the past few months. There's something about the lucky and the favored that resonates with the lowly in Jesus' economy. 
And in our story today, the second reading, Jesus talks about the lucky and the favored being the ones who are poor, hungry, weeping, and bullied. And so I thought, hey, let's do a little bit of interaction. I have my beautiful trusty scribe with me. And uh, we're going to invite you to uh, say or shout out words that resonate with you when you see each of those four words. Uh, Because we're trying to image who are the poor? Are they here amongst us? Who are the weeping? Are, are, Are they here or are they out there? Or is it a bit of both? So let's Let's just do some brainstorming together and some sharing together of who we might think the poor, the hungry, the weeping, or the bullied are. And I want to hear it from lots of generations. It's intergenerational Sunday, and so we don't want to just hear from one generation. We want to hear from y'all. So when you think of poor, who are the poor? The homeless, thank you. The jobless, homeless, jobless, who are the poor? The lonely, okay, thank you. Because we can be impoverished in different ways, right? It's not always just money or resources. It can be community, sorry, exploited, the exploited. How about someone under 25 giving us a comment? Who are the poor? Okay, the hungry. That's a good-looking 25-year-old there, if I do say so myself. That's my wife, okay, if anyone's wondering. That wasn't inappropriate. That was my wife, Sandy. Married 25 years. I know her. Okay, let's jump to hungry. That's a good segue. Who are the hungry? Who are the needy? Thank you. Who are the hungry? Refugees. Yes, maybe, maybe images go through your minds. It doesn't have to be adjectives. It could be images too. Low income. People who want and want and want and want and feel like they never get enough. The dispossessed. The dispossessed. Let's jump to weeping. Who are those either among us or out there outside our four walls who we would say are the weeping in deep sorrow, the deeply sorrowful, the grieving, the hurting, it's a good word, thank you, the broken, the abused, was that it? 
the abused, the lonely. People without love and nurturing of parents. People without love and nurturing of parents. The depressed. The abandoned. Who are the bullied? Who are those who are persecuted or bullied? The excluded. Okay, we're going under bullied now. Excluded. Sorry? The vulnerable. So excluded, vulnerable. Anybody who's considered different. Anybody who's considered different. And that's often minorities. Okay, thank you. The gentle. Okay, those who are so gentle they can't fathom. Okay, the soft-spirited. Okay, marginalized. The taxpayer. Oh, wow. There's a political comment. Let's mix politics and religions, everybody. That should be fun. People who stand for justice in an unjust system. Okay? People who discriminated. Right, women in many countries, including Canada, but we see that globally. Okay, I think for now, let's shift our board to the other side and just so that we give everyone a, a good view of these words. And so it's interesting, we can look at these words, the big words, poor, hungry, weeping, bullied, and then those extra words that we've put under. And Jesus says, those are the lucky ones. Those are the favored ones. And I suspect we look at that list and we can actually see names and faces in our imaginations. Those people are the favored ones. They're the lucky ones. And that's, that's it, it hits us, I'm sure, in many different ways of how we wrestle with that. And what does that mean in the way that we then live as followers of Jesus? What does that mean then if, that's, if those are the lucky ones we, we sometimes use that phrase when we see other people who are doing better than us and go, oh, I wish I was as lucky as them. 
or they sure got in on God's favor somehow. But it's easy for us to say luck and favor is this upward mobility. But the heart of Jesus, the way of God in the world, is this humble, merciful, low way. Jesus says, lucky are the poor. Lucky are the weepers. Lucky are the bullied. And lucky are the hungry. And so, as we continue to live in this world and try to live with Jesus' economy, so to speak, in our mind, how might we live this week? And I guess my invitation or exhortation to all of us is to put ourselves alongside the poor, the hungry, the weeping, and the bullied. Because as we put ourselves alongside those people, maybe those people are really close to us. Maybe they're near in the pew to you today. Or maybe those people are going to be in the hallways and the streets and the shopping aisles that you go to this week. And I invite you and encourage us as this people who on our vision statement of seeking the peace and well-being of the city, that might be the way we do that this week. That we accompany the poor, the hungry, the weeping, the bullied. Because we know that as we company with them, we company with Jesus. Jesus walks with those who suffer. Jesus walks with those who are hurting. And in some ways, this Christianity that we preach and teach and model is so different from the way the world works or even the way other religions work in that we find Jesus quite profoundly in these places of sorrow, in weakness, in desolation. And we can all do that this week. And as we do that, the other phrase that I thought was interesting in today's second reading is where um, the crowd were gathering to touch Jesus because power came out from them. Power came out from him and healed all of them. I thought that was a great phrase for us. As we accompany with these poor and the weeping and the bullied, somehow... God's power is released amongst us, to us, through us, so that we become healed and we also become healers. Lastly, I hope the word lucky is redeemed for you or maybe could be tweaked in a, in a, a new way for you. When you say good luck to someone, that you might image that luck and favor that comes because of God's presence. And so, even as we close today, why don't you turn to someone near you and say, good luck. Good luck, Christian. Good luck, dear friend. Good luck, pew sitter. In the best sense of the word. Good luck. I want to invite you to join me in prayer as we think about the poor and the hungry and the weeping and the bullied and even pause to image them in our hearts and our imaginations today. Lord Jesus, thank you that you 
do not leave any of us alone. And we think about the poor, the hungry, the weeping, and the bullied, who we know, who we see, who we will rub shoulders with this week. And might we find encouragement and power and your healing presence as we accompany those. Meet us, encourage us, and grant us luck and favor in these days. We pray these things in the name of Christ, our lowly Lord, who leads the way with grace and mercy and truth. Amen.